0: Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson and today we're translating the words, names, and songs that incorporated African languages in The Lion King. And of course, that means we must start out with the first and most iconic song from within this film, the circle of life. Now the initial call when the sun begins to rise is Nance Ingonya, Mabagathi Baba, which translates from Zulu to mean here comes the lion, my people, the father of our nation. Then, with the words u ingonyama, we are hearing We Hail the Lion. Whether I'm watching one of the Lion King films, the Broadway musical, or the Festival of the Lion King and Animal Kingdom, these lines always get me emotional because they're just so powerful in the context of the song, but they're also for telling of the story to come. Simba was rising to rule over the pride land. It's a lyrical, musical metaphor that basically simply means all bow. About- in the presence of a king. Oh, and wildly enough, Lebo M, Hans Zimmer's collaborator on the score of The Lion King, who I'll talk about more in a second, recorded that opening for the original animated film on his first take. The circle of life was showing Simba to be the future king. And this is what Siso Noba means. This translates to, we will win. We are being told that Simba will rise above all of the trials that he will face in his life. This powerful opener is showing the journey of the future king beginning. And that's exactly what the next line that is repeated throughout the circle of life means. In Gonyama Omabala Amabala translates to the royal lion wears his leopard spots. This is a reference to the traditional African kings who wore leopard prints to showcase their royalty. Now, I'd like to acknowledge that I'm sure throughout this discussion, I'm not going to say every pronunciation right, but I'm just doing my best. I watched a pronunciation video many times before I started recording, which I was sent by one of my Patreon supporters who actually provided a lot of information for this discussion. So, shout out to Raymond for helping me learn all of the most accurate translations and pronunciations within the Lion King. And also, thank you for pointing me towards one of the most fascinating elements that I learned about when it came to the integration of African languages into the Lion King's music. I was pointed towards the life of Lebo M. You see, when The Lion King was being developed, there was a desire to represent human elements of Africa in hopes of making The Lion King feel connected to this part of the world. Since even though the story is about animals, it's human in nature. And that's definitely reflected in the languages that are used throughout the film. In a discussion about the meaning behind the words not translated within The Lion King, it just seems important to give a bit of context around why specific languages were chosen and what are the biggest influencers. Of the languages used was Lebo M. You see, Tim Rice and Elton John may have been credited with writing the lyrics and songs for The Lion King, but Lebo M was the South African producer who added his culture, perspective, and language into the songs. Hans Zimmers would even describe Lebo as his tour guide through the creation of The Lion King's music and would often give input on how the music would be formed in South Africa. As a South African man who was forced to flee his country during the turmoil of apartheid, a terrible system of racial segregation that existed for decades in South Africa, and who had recently returned to his country when Nelson Mandela was close to becoming the country's first black president, he connected with the story of Simba. Rising out of poverty, Lebo M brought his South African traditions to the music and did his best to over-deliver on his work. When Lebo came to contribute to The Lion King, he immediately started writing lyrics and started to form a parallel story to The Lion King within his own mind. Looking back today, he absolutely elevated the songs with his contributions and effortlessly wove in the Zulu language within his music. And The other language that was frequently used in the movie was Swahili, which is often spoken in Kenya, the very location the film's leadership visited while they were researching the African savannah. There's a lot that they took from that trip that I'll talk about soon, but overall, Lebo M and the experience of the artists in Kenya was what informed the language integrations into The Lion King. Like, Nguinyama means the lion in Zulu, which is why it is repeated so frequently throughout the circle of life and the rest of the music the Lebo M worked on. And the name Simba actually means lion as well in Swahili, and that language was actually used to derive most of the character names in The Lion King. Now, sure, Mufasa has a name that means king and has some unclear origins, and Timon has a Greek name that means respect, but the rest of the characters have Swahili names. Nala, the lioness who helps save Simba from his sorrow, has a name that means gift. Pumbaa, the friendly, kind, and stinky warthog companion of Simba, has a name that means silly and foolish. Rafiki, the thoughtful, spiritual guide of Simba, has a name that means friend. Shenzi, the leader of the hyenas, has a name that means savage. And Shenzi's close companion, Banzai, has a name that means lurk. We also know Zazu means movement, Sarabi means mirage, and Serafina means bright star. Now it's not actually until halfway through the movie that we hear any African languages integrated into the story again. At least in the animated movie. In the Broadway musical, there is a lot more integration of African languages. But in the animated version, we just have to wait until the demise of Mufasa and the introduction of Timon and Pumbaa, so that we get to learn the Swahili phrase that literally translates to "There are no concerns here." Hakuna matata. Hakuna matata. Hakuna matata is a problem-free philosophy, which was introduced to the Filmmakers in Kenya. And once they learned that phrase, it was let loose into the story and became the central philosophy that Simba takes on when he's mourning the loss of his father. And this was the philosophy I took on when I was stressed about homework in elementary school. But for <laughs> Simba, this mentality wouldn't be undone until a baboon would show him that his father was still alive. When Rafiki comes to Simba, he exclaims and repeats, Asante Sana, Squash Banana, Wee Wee Nugu, Mimi Hapana. This phrase, probably not very surprisingly, at this point was also discovered in Kenya, and was a well-known meaningless schoolyard chant that was repeated by one of the filmmaker's guides. Later on, the phrase was given to Rafiki to go wild with. What is that supposed to mean, anyway? It means you're a baboon, and I'm not. But once Rafiki guides Simba to the realization that he must take his place as king, Simba charges towards the pride lands, and we get to hear Zulu again. First we hear Busa Le on repeat, which means rule this land, until the music transitions to Busa Lomlaba, meaning rule this nation. Simba is being called back to his home so that he can rise to become a leader. And that is solidified with the words Sabusa Le meaning you shall rule this land. When Simba is running through the desert, the initial phrases return again. Busa le liswabo" and busa lomblaba." introduce us again to Simba's call to rule his land before we hear iskathi sifkile, which is Zulu for our time has arrived. That idea is expanded on by the next phrase iskathi Buseyo, which means it's time to rule. As Simba returns to where he was born, the music is reminding him that he is meant to rise as king now, which is solidified by the words busa lomlaba. Simba Yo, which means rule this nation Simba. This is the type of deep knowledge I love to have about Disney. It's these extra deep layers that can be appreciated if you want to dive into the history around it. And honestly, everything Labo M did with the music and how the Zulu language is always being used to remind us of Simba's destiny is just beautiful. I absolutely love it. It just further solidifies in my mind why music and musicals can just provide such a rich experience. And of course, everything in the music and in Simba's life built to the moment where he took his place as king, which means that Lebo M's words return to further enhance the event. As soon as Simba roars at the top of Pride Rock, we immediately hear Busa le liswabo," which again means rule this land. Except after this is repeated, the song goes on to say Busa no Cholo, which translates to rule with peace, now Simba is no longer being commanded to rise up as king, he's being told that he must restore peace to his land. Then with the repeated words Iskati sifkele, iskati buseyo, we are told again that our time has arrived, it's time to rule. But after we hear Busa Simba, Busa Simba, which means rule Simba, rule Simba, we are told of the great king that is Simba. Ubuse no cholo means he rules with peace. And Ubuse no tando means he rules with love. And finally, when we hear here in Gonyamba Ningwin Amabala, we are being told that the royal lion wears his leopard spots. Simba's time had come to become king, and he had taken his place in the circle of life. Fun people, this was a really fun video to be able to make. I got to learn a lot about the history, meaning, and influences behind one of the movies I've talked about and love the most. And it's videos like these that will always stand out to me. This was a special one, and I hope you enjoyed it too. Make sure to subscribe for more magical discussions. Let me know if you like another movie translated in the future. And thank you to all the fun people who helped make my videos possible. If you'd like to help keep these Disney discussions free for everyone forever, consider joining my community on Patreon. Patreon. Maybe you can help me make videos in the future like Raymond did. And finally, have a magical day.